This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack. VR and AI, virtual reality, artificial intelligence used to help people with autism manage their surroundings better. Research work is being done at the University of Missouri. How green is your thumb? Signups have begun to become a master gardener. We'll talk with MU Extension. Sour grapes over Missouri's widening of Interstate 70. Lisa Nelson is with Crocker State Representative Don Mayhew about his bill that would rename Interstate 70 to Interstate 44 and vice versa. Last year, the budget that we passed included $2.8 billion dollars uh, for Interstate 70 improvements. That's three-laning I-70 in both directions entirely across the state of Missouri. Um, it says $2.8 billion in boondoggle spending as far as I'm concerned. And um, so looking at um, the engineering reasons why we might want to do that to I-70, I am an engineer by trade. In fact, I'm a former MoDOT engineer. And uh, looking at everything I can find on this, I can't understand why I-70 would get this special treatment versus I-44 when you look at the engineering reasons why. There's uh, MoDOT's own study only two years ago um, indicated that there's almost nine times the freight tonnage travels on I-44 versus I-70. In fact, there's four routes in Missouri that carry more freight tonnage than I-70. And since freight tonnage, truck traffic specifically, is a major factor in all other traffic considerations, congestion, speed, and all those other things, then it would make sense that I-44 would be a higher priority. Um, Add that to the fact that um, MoDOT uh, maintains a list of called the High Priority Unfunded Needs List, and those are uh, a list of things that have been through the planning process and been studied for years, and these are all projects that are waiting on funding. Well, the three-laning of I-70 is nowhere in either Tier 1, Tier 2, or Tier 3 of the High Priority Unfunded Need. And so the question should be is, uh, why did this project jump over all of those other projects? Because that $2.8 billion would have pretty much taken care of, well, it would have taken care of all of Tier 1, all of Tier 2, and a big chunk of Tier 3 high-priority unfunded need. Now, those are projects that are all over the state. Now, you got to keep in mind that this entire amount, this $2.8 billion, is all general revenue. In other words, this is money we can use for any priority, not just transportation priorities, but it is, it's, your, it's your income tax money. It's, it's, the, it's sales tax money. It's all the, the components of general revenue. Admittedly, some of it was uh, federal stimulus money, but we could use it as general revenue. So when you look at that, as far as what would be a better use, wouldn't it make more sense if that money had been applied to those identified high-priority projects. Um, where We also look at, uh, from the standpoint of where our priorities are, is transportation funding is, a, uh, is just the tip of the iceberg as far as infrastructure needs in Missouri are concerned. Um, in my little district, um, I had three towns in the last two years that have had boil orders on their water system. 
when you start looking at the need down at that level, the Department of Natural Resources identified $2 billion in immediate need uh, for water and wastewater systems in Missouri, um, but they project that there's actually $20 billion of need in water and wastewater projects in the state of Missouri. And so, to me, I think that... Um, that clean drinking water is more important than being able to pass a truck anytime you want to on I-70. You were talking about the freight uh, tonnage. Mm-hmm. Freight tonnage, yeah. So, but there's more traffic on I-70 overall, right? So, Well, so we, let's, uh, let's take a little look at that. So it, it has been stated that one-third of the traffic in the, in the state of Missouri goes on I-70 every day. Okay, so that's true, but let's think about where that traffic is at. Well over 80% of that traffic is from, let's say, about Adams Dairy Parkway to the state line on the east side and from uh, uh, essentially uh, Forestell to the state line on the east side. And so that's where that traffic is focused. The the in-between traffic, let's say, from Forestell to Adams Dairy Parkway, uh, although there are areas where that traffic it goes uh, up at a higher rate, let's say at Marshall Junction where Highway 65 comes in and at Columbia where Highway 63 feeds into the interstate system, there are those things which are identical on I-44 and from the identical routes um, as far as inputs into I-44. When you look at the traffic in between what I would call the through traffic, so in those sections of the, the Interstate 70, let's say from Odessa to Marshall Junction on I-70, that's kind of in the cent- center part of the state. And then you say from about, um, let's say from from uh, Rolla down to uh, Marshfield on I-44, the traffic is virtually identical. It's a uh, 135,000 cars a day is what goes on those particular segments of the interstate, and so. As far as that through traffic is concerned, where, by the way, they're wanting to build three lanes in each direction, um, the the traffic demand is nearly identical. And so if you look at um, pavement condition, pavement condition on I-70 is as well within standards. There's recent overlays mm-hmm. have occurred on I-70. Well, but on I-44, now they are due in the next few years to do an overlay on a, on large segments of, of um, I-44. However, um, that's not been programmed yet. That's not in the step. And what it is, if you compared the two, uh, especially if you talk to truck drivers, I-44 is a gravel road compared to I-70 uh, from the from pavement condition standpoint. So yet another engineering reason why I-44 would have been a higher priority. And that sounds a bit like I'm biased because I-44 comes through my district, but I travel both routes regularly, and I'm not looking at this from the standpoint of a, of a, of a regional concern as much as I am from a budgetary concern. I heard, I think the governor told the Joplin Globe that he plans to bring up uh, Interstate 44 in his State of the State address. So if that's the case, and, and granted, I don't know what that's all about, but if he has a plan to perhaps expand, widen 
I-44 then make some renovations to it, then does this go away? I, I applaud the governor's attention to I-44. Perhaps we should have discussed that last year during this budget process. I would ask him where the money's going to come from. Um, we had talked about the budget issues earlier. Uh, those still remain, no matter how we proceed. Perhaps, and I won't speak for the governor, but perhaps um, they have devised a plan for dividing the money between I-44 and I-70, which I would applaud that idea. But once again, I'm not sure that's the highest and best use of those dollars. I think we can get by just fine for a while. So uh, I will have to wait until I see what the governor's got to say about that. So it sounds like there's sour grapes going on here with the bill. The Is it more of a statement bill than anything? Well, so there would be challenges in order to do that. But my point with the bill was to draw out the fact that I can think of no engineering reason why we would do I-70 above I-44. So it simply must be the name that is that hammered with. And so if we just simply uh, change the name of I-44 to I-70, well, then the name, then that brings that same level of, uh, of, of attention to I-44. So like I said, it, it was more about I can't think of any other reason other than the name of why you would choose I-70 I over I-44 for this kind of attention. All right. Uh, State Representative Don Mayhew of Crocker here to talk about his bill that would rename I-70 as I-44 and I-44 as I-70. If you missed our interview, you can check it out in podcast form. Uh, Just subscribe to Show Me Today on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.